1: Right now, uh, Ukraine is showing to the whole world that the Russia is not as strong as they want the world to seem. They're not as strong. Ukraine is 28 times smaller than Russia, and we're just kicking their asses, literally. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11, News Talk 550,
2: KTSA, and FM 1071.
3: Oh, yeah, man, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071, that was a... An army guy out of the Ukraine. Well, you know, that really, stuff like that, stuff like that really drives Putin nuts, I bet. We're kicking his ass. You know, oh, Putin just poured himself another shot of vodka. It is the Sean Show. I'm Sean. How are you? It's Friday, so I feel like just screwing off for the next couple of hours. So whatever's on your mind, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. 210-599-5555. This is officially Look Busy Day on the Sean Rima Show, so if the boss walks by, just shuffle some papers and make it look like you're doing something, and I'll do the same. Uh, again, the phone, well, whatever you want to talk about. 210-599-5555. Also, uh, we're wrapping up uh, my good brother Trey Ware's food drive today, annual food drive to benefit the San Antonio Food Bank. And with that in mind, coming up uh, at 935, we'll speak with Allison. From Copenhagen Furniture, Copenhagen's been a big uh, part of the food drive this year, and we'll get her thoughts on their participation. Uh, doing good because uh, food insecurity is uh, a pretty big issue here in San Antonio, and one of the reasons I love this town is we are a big, small town, and we help each other out, and we help each other out. So we'll talk to Allison coming up at 935. Oh, and as you heard from Don Morgan, it's Ozone Action Day in San Antonio. Ozone Action Day. Residents are encouraged not to breathe for the next 24 hours. Just hold that breath, suck it up, and uh, just wait till uh, Saturday to resume normal breathing. Because you don't want to breathe in any. What am I supposed to do on Ozone Action Day? Am I elderly? Do I have to stay inside? Because I heard Don Morgan say that you got. If you're elderly, or I, I guess if you got some kind of condition. Well, I got a condition, and I guess I'm now elderly. Uh, that's what my wife says because I'm in my mid 50s. Does that mean I have to stay inside all damn day and watch Guy Fieri so I don't suck up the ozone? I'm just asking. 210-599-5555. Um, what did I want to talk about seriously, though? There's a couple things. Biden uh, is heading to Poland after making an ass out of himself uh, in Brussels all week. And we'll review some of his statements. And uh, he's going to Poland, uh, I, I don't know, I, 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 maybe I'm shooting fish in a barrel here, or shooting fish in the dark, or whatever the hell the uh, that old idiom is. I just said idiom. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure how he's going to manage to embarrass us in Poland. I, I said yesterday, how much you want to bet he doesn't, uh, he's going to drop at least one Polak joke, you know what I mean, and, and think he's being real cute and funny. You know what I mean? Uh, eh. How many Polish presidents does it take to screw in a light bulb? I bet you, I bet you, because he'll think he's being real cute and funny. I bet you at least one Polish joke escapes his lips before this is over. Uh, I, I don't think we'll see any movement on these these planes flying out of one of our air, base, uh, air bases into Ukraine because that would uh, upset Vlad Putin too much. And one thing we can say about Joe Biden is he doesn't want to upset Vlad. So just keep up with the sanctions. That's what I was saying on and Reimer earlier. I, you know, he, he the, the, they want to have it both ways in a sense, this administration, or, or whoever is actually running stuff. They want to have the ability to blame everything on Russia. Now they're they're starting to blame whatever food shortages we experience on Russia. The, the, and this is what he said in Brussels. The explanation is that, Well, you know, we're cutting all exports out of Russia. These are sanctions. We're trying to hurt them economically. And since uh, uh, we're going to be leveling these sanctions on the exportation of certain food uh, items that they have in Russia, whether it's grain or what have you, uh, well, food prices are going to go. So, in other words, food, food prices, the food shortages in America, once again, will be Vlad Putin's fault, just like the gas prices are Vlad Putin's fault. Certainly it's no fault of this administration or any policy they have put forward over the past year. They want it both ways. They want to blame Putin for everything that they themselves have done and inflicted on this country. But I tell you, at the same time, they don't want to engage Putin. They're not slow walking us into war. They don't want war with Russia or anybody else. Okay, They know that Afghanistan really, really hurt their cause. And people were disgusted, and rightly so. We still have Americans left behind in Afghanistan. Nobody talks about it anymore. See, because if Biden really wanted to be a tough guy and uh, uh, had the idea that he could roll into the midterms and maybe uh, keep a few people from getting uh, uh, voted out of office by appearing to be a tough guy with Putin, maybe he'd do it. I don't think he's a tough guy anyway, so I don't think it matters. But he doesn't want to, that's why he's going with the sanctions and nothing else. It's safe. He wants to blame Putin for everything, but at the same time, man, he doesn't want to go toe-to-toe with Putin at all, because Putin scares the living crap out of this crowd. So Biden uh, is in Brussels saying, well, any food shortages Americans feel and Europeans feel is, again, because of Russia, even though his own press secretary, Jen Psaki, has said, it is unlikely to affect Americans. Just like uh, Biden in Brussels was saying, sanctions uh, don't deter. We always knew they won't deter anybody from doing anything. I'm not exactly sure what the purpose is then. If they're not going to... Well, and plus his own Secretary of of State, again, Jen Psaki, they've all said that these are about deterrence. The sanctions are meant to deter, but the President is now saying the exact opposite. Don't they have, like, freaking, I don't know, meetings and stuff about this kind of thing? I do want to ask you something, 210 Doesn't he look worse? Does he not seem even more feeble to you? Have you noticed a decline in this guy? And I'm not being a jerk, I'm not being a hack or a partisan weirdo. I'm being observant. And look, I have someone in my life right now that is going through this. This decline. So I know what it looks like. He has a really weird pallor to him. He's he's walking uh, in a very stiff manner. Uh, and I don't know if you've noticed, but his voice is getting more quiet, like he just doesn't have the wind anymore. Am I just seeing something that's not there because I don't like the guy? Or are you seeing, seriously, are you seeing that he looks like he's getting weaker and uh, his thoughts aren't coming as quickly, not that they ever did. In other words, are you seeing a decline in the president? Because I certainly am. So uh, give me a ring, 210-599-5555, 210 uh, um, I want to spend some time revisiting this business with Katanji Brown-Jackson that uh, she couldn't define a woman because she's not a biologist. Um, again, uh, that's the only answer she can give, um, because that's the agenda right now, this non-binary gender stuff. Uh, she, she cannot go on record saying that women are women and men are men, even though her whole claim to fame is going to be she's the flat, the first black woman to sit on the bench she refuses to de- to define it's not that she doesn't know what a woman is that's absurd she can't define a woman because then that unravels that entire uh agenda about gender and and all that bull crap so she made a choice to say she doesn't know how to define a woman but now you have all kinds of people coming out of the woodwork defending that because they're all afraid of not being woke uh, as well, and plus they they defend their own beyond all reason and logic. We have USA Today, Uh, USA Today, who uh, who is taking her side, USA Today saying that Ketanji Brown Jackson, when she said she can't define a woman because she's not a biologist, they said her remarks were commendable. USA Today says there is no simple answer because women are, there's just so many women on planet Earth, and they're all different. Uh, And, uh, you know, uh, USA Today goes on to say that uh, it would be very simplistic to say, and and I'm going to say some if your kids are in the car, here, here come the big words. It would be too simplistic to say, A a male is a man with a penis, and a woman uh, is a female with a. Write that down in your diary. Because women are just so different and they're so complex. And uh, look, if you don't think this nonsensical gender stuff isn't sending people over to the GOP who ordinarily wouldn't vote GOP. You're out of your minds and you're not paying attention. Uh, this gender stuff is really turning people off in, in on many different levels. Primarily because it doesn't make any stinking sense. It simply does not make any sense. Okay, and, and, and y- y- you can only spin this bullcrap that you're the party of science, and yet you believe gender itself is a construct so many times before people start turning their backs and walking away.
4: Well, what they want to be true about gender is actually true about stupidity. It comes in all forms and shapes and sizes.
3: Absolutely. Bingo. Stupidity is actually, yeah, there's all kinds of variables in stupidity. All kinds of people are stupid. Male, female, what have you. But, in trying to make misgendering someone a hate crime, come on man people people they are they're, they're taking off you, you you've gone Bill Maher is right, you know it, the Democrats have just gone too they've gone way too extreme on this stuff, and uh, I, I, you know I, I wish I could sort of ascribe to the idea that it's some big evil plot. Uh, but I just I, I just think they're being idiots I, I, I think they're they're tripping over their own agenda. I think the puke mind is obsessed with the idea that they're uh, fighting for this community and fighting for that community, when really all they're doing is you They they take on this warrior, this social, cultural warrior uh, idea about themselves in a very sanctimonious way uh, when it comes to various communities, but all they're really doing is saying that crap so those communities will vote for them beyond all reason. And the blacks and the Hispanics are peeling off, man. And so, oh, look, at Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, hey, look, let's go after the trannies. Let's get the trannies on our side. And they stumbled into this idea of defending men over women. The feminists. And as I say every single stick of day, the only way they can wiggle out of it is transgendered men now must be women. Just like transgendered women or uh, who are uh, living as men, must be actual men. And it's nonsense. You're asking people to believe that 2 plus 2 equals 9 or 8 or 7 or whatever the hell. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. 599 Very quickly, here is
2: Alex. I, uh... Alex. Alex, hey. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. Hey. Okay. Hey. So I'm going to go back. Do hey, you remember back to tomorrow, please? Please. Remember back to tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Right before ten o'clock, right before ten o'clock, you had a veteran call in, and I respect him. Okay, I'm not dogging him. I'm not. I'm not downing on him. Well, he called and and, uh, he
3: called. It's a recap. He called yesterday and said that you know we all have to be a little bit more civil to each
2: other. Okay, and that's that's where he's wrong. Okay, we have been civil. The people on the right have been civil for so long that we now have millions of people pouring across our southern border. Right. We have men, men that are now women swimming against women, and everybody's <laughs> celebrating this crap, okay? Right, right. It is it's falling apart around our ears. And this guy, God bless him. I understand where he's coming from is uh, try to get along with these people. What he does not seem to want to or can comprehend, these people don't want to get along with you. They want That's to subjugate you and rule you, okay?
3: That's a true we thing. I, you are, know what? I've I got to cut this short. I'm just out of time. But keep listening. I want to pick it up right from there because you're absolutely right. Subjugation is the name of the game. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA.
2: This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at ktsa.com.
3: And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, I had to cut cut off Alex quickly. I just ran out of time, Alex. Sorry about that. Uh, But he was making the point that, you know, when people call for civility, uh, if you're dealing with the left in this country, the last thing they want is civility. The last thing they want to do is get along, and it's an excellent point. Because the way they define civility on the left is you shut up and do everything we tell you to do. You shut up and accept everything we tell you to accept. That's how they define civility. Which is also a standard that they themselves don't have to abide by. So that's an excellent point. Let's go to Andy online, too. Andy, how are you doing? Yeah,
5: good morning. Nice to hear you back on the radio.
3: It's been a while. Oh, man, thank you. I good just, to be back.
5: <laughs> well, you had said something in the last segment uh, talking about uh, uh, hate crimes against women, and I thought, did we really just have a Supreme Court future justice say they can't define a woman, so therefore <laughs> can't define a crime, and it's therefore unwittingly open Pandora's box for crimes against women? The whole thing is so nonsensical, but...
3: Let's yeah, start I agree. Avoid, I
5: suppose, but
3: well, no, no. Here, here's the deal. Okay, she knows precisely what a woman is. You know, sure. she she knows what a woman is. She knows what a man is. Uh, but she can't utter those words because you you can't say that out loud. You can't you can't make those. If you're a leftist, you can't make those distinctions out loud because then you unravel the entire gender identity politics uh, agenda. I mean, you just you, you, that whole idea of gender being non-binary just falls to pieces so it's not that she can't define a woman she won't and and all the you're other exactly uh, right. uh morons are jumping on the bandwagon with it
5: you're exactly right and that level of intellectual dishonest dishonesty is completely frightening compared considering uh, where you yeah. going yeah, yeah.
3: Well, well, well i so agree I andy, I mean, thank you andy and thanks for the uh well wishes there no it's it is frightening because she's it's, it's a lifelong appointment is she going to be an activist judge? I absolutely believe so. Her own statements bear that out. Uh, I part ways with Trey on this, so I don't think she's stupid. Uh, I think Kamala Harris is an idiot, but I don't think I don't think uh, uh, Jackson Brown is an idiot. I, I, uh, she grew up in a very uh, upper class or upper income household. Uh, her father was an attorney. Her mother gave her, you know, an African name out of respect for. Her. The civil rights movement and the uh connection to africa so they she grew up in a household uh east coast household that uh you know uh, very well educated i mean she's not again i don't think she's a, a, a an idiot uh, I, I think she's an activist and i think she grew up uh in, in an environment where this stuff was common fare whether you're talking about crt or you know any of this stuff uh that white people are bad inherently and uh, everything's racial I, she grew up in that environment uh and she read those books and she followed those voices and uh uh so i, I think the the answers she gave oh i got to take a break while under oath were not surprising at all Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. coming up yes we'll talk to allison from copenhagen furniture furniture about tray's Food Drive to Benefit the Food Bank. It's wrapping up today. We'll get Allison's thoughts next on Newstalk 550 KTSA. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. And, uh, you know, over the past couple of months, actually, we've been talking about uh, my brother, my brother, Ray Ware's Food Drive uh, to uh, help the San Antonio Food Bank uh a lot of folks have helped us uh in these efforts and we've raised a lot of money thus far uh we do have a food insecurity issue here in town and joining me right now is uh one of the folks uh who who uh, did a lot to help us out this year from copenhagen furniture it's allison allison how are you
6: good morning jack i'm well how are you
3: that's good i'm sean but that's cool jack's a better dresser than i (laughs) there you go um, well, you know, uh, first off, uh, talk to me about uh, uh, Copenhagen uh, and you guys getting involved with the food drive. How did that uh, come about initially?
6: Well, you know, honestly, Copenhagen Imports is a family-owned and run business, and we we place so much emphasis on the family part of that, whether it be the customer service that we provide here or the getting involved in the community. And honestly, um, food, in, food insecurity in our community is not okay and to do our part is just, you know, a drop in the bucket. Everybody needs to do their part, and everybody needs to, um, you know, think about those families that have been more deeply impacted than we have been. So um, it's, it's our pleasure and our honor, and I don't use that word um, lightly.
3: Sure, certainly. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, uh, one thing I've, uh, that I fell in love with San Antonio very early on when I got here, almost 12 years ago now, was that it is a big small town and people do genuinely look out for each other here, as much as possible, and you see that reflected in a lot of the businesses, such as your own, uh, and being involved. Is there a, you know from your personal perspective, uh, what does that mean to you to know that uh, that you're helping these folks uh, have some food on their tables when oh my uh, perhaps goodness. they I- wouldn't?
6: Yeah, honestly, from a personal perspective, it is. It brings me so much joy to 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 be a part of a, a community-driven program like the one we've been uh, doing for the last three weeks with the the food bank. And honestly, it just gives me so much pride to 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 uh, live in a city that puts so much emphasis. This the San Antonio Food Bank does not just offer food services. There are so many services that they offer for anyone that needs a little extra assistance in this time. And I'm just honored to, to, to work in this community, to live in this community, and to be a part of it.
3: Now tell me a little bit about Copenhagen itself. I mean, uh, furniture and imports, and uh, what can the folks know? If they haven't uh, been by yet, uh, what can you tell us about Copenhagen?
6: Yeah, we're a contemporary um, mid-century, mid-century modern store um, here in the vineyard outside uh, the Loop 1604 in Blanco. And we are just a family-run business, been in business 51 years, 31 here in the San Antonio area, and just really, really uh, love working with our community. Um, We just bring a little bit more beauty and a little bit more joy into everything that we touch. We hope that's our goal for sure.
3: Well, very cool. Allison from Copenhagen Furniture, it's so nice to talk to you, and thank you for joining us today. And thank you for all your help with the food drive. Is there anything else you want to throw out there to help people maybe at the last minute here make that donation?
6: Again, yeah, we have the food bins here until Monday. We'd love for you guys to get in here and give us some non-perishables. That would be awesome. And any other donations that you might want to drop off for the food bank would be great as well. Thank you so much for having us be a part of the show this morning.
3: Thank you, Allison. Thank you. You have a great weekend now. We appreciate it.
6: You too. Bye-bye.
3: Bye-bye. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. They're in the vineyard, so go on by there. Uh, and they'll have their, as she said, they'll have their food bins uh, open to you. Uh, for donations through monday so stop on by and check him out of copenhagen and help some folks get some food on their tables through the food bank this uh this weekend Two one zero uh we're talking about biden in in uh in brussels and in poland we're talking about uh uh you know what, a, what what's a woman she'll be a woman And uh, otherwise, just kind of screwing off on a Friday here. Let's go to uh, Mike. Mike, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking?
5: Yes, sir. Appreciate you taking my call. And I just wanted to hear your thoughts because with all of this stuff kind of being forced into home discussions and things, I realized I've had a couple of different conversations with my kids. Words matter, and they're important. And one of the things that I noticed with the word gay Gay, I guess classically, would be happy, you know, or joyous thing. now? Dower, gay apparel. It's in the song. But it's been adopted to mean or to, I guess, substitute homosexuality. Right. And then you've got transgender now, and everybody's talking about it in the reality type of sense, meaning if transgender, either meaning transition of gender or transformation of gender, that's not even a real thing. It's, it's not right. biologically or scientifically possible, but because of how it's presented and how we're being forced to talk about it, I'm realizing I'm having to clarify mainly to my younger, you know, or anybody younger that I'm speaking right. to. But it's like, wait, 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 wait. If you're going to get into a discussion about homosexuality, you can't be offended by that term. That is what you're talking about because right. Jay it does not encompass all of that. You know what I mean? To say a homosexual gets well, wrapped up in gay is weird, and to say all of these uh, things are, are actually transgendered is not real. You know, words and definitions matter.
3: They do, and and you're absolutely right. And they've all been kind of lumped together. And now I don't know how many letters we have in LGBTQ, uh, uh, LMNOP, plus, negative. You know, it's they're creating new new subsets every day. Uh, and I you see this is what I believe and if anybody takes issue with it that's fine but I've known a lot of straight people over my, the course of my lifetime I know I've known a lot of gay people over the course of my lifetime my 54 years on planet stinking and earth and I can tell you this there's straight people and there's gay people there's straight people and there's gay people uh you're either straight or you're gay and neither is a choice i did not choose to be straight uh i can't think of a single gay person i've known over the course of my lifetime who chose to be that um, you can be straight and be trans, uh, and a lot of people are. Um,
5: well, every the transge- the transgender thing
3: has been elevated into a kind of community, and it really isn't. It is a lifestyle, uh, and it, it's it's just not the same thing as, being, as having your sexuality hardwired into you, which everybody does. Everybody has their sexual orientation hardwired into them. You can't escape it. It's just who you are. And well
5: it's but it's still a choice though because that would mean a person would be born a priest or a nun if what you just said was true no
3: that I don't understand that analogy I don't well,
5: because because it's they choose choice. to be if, celibate if i'm i'm if I'm heterosexual and i'm hardwired and going to do it, I still have to choose to commit the act um whether I choose to have that act with a woman or a man is the person no, you, you can choose right. to be celibate you know that
3: doesn't mean you're you can choose to be celibate that doesn't mean you've chosen your sexual orientation
5: okay but orientation is not the definition of the act to say you are a homosexual, no, person,
3: you're, you're, you're reducing it to an act you're though you're reducing uh, if, if well, i never had sex with another if i never look, dude if i never had sex with a single human being i'd still be straight do you understand you know what i'm saying
5: I hear that you're qualifying being straight with heterosexuality, but again, the act is the act. There's no reason to separate the act. The heterosexual is somebody who either performs or would practice heterosexuality. Homosexual is the same thing. The definition is of the act. So to say, no, it's not. It the born, act
3: is the act is a reflection of it, but the act isn't the whole thing. I mean, uh, uh,
5: okay, but I'm, I'm born African American. I cannot walk out and choose to be or to not to be. Now, whether I choose to be heterosexual or homosexual is absolutely a choice.
3: No, it, 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 if you, you may choose not to live that way. You may choose to be celibate and never engage in sexual activity, uh, according to that. But inside of who you are, you are either straight or gay. You're still straight. You're still gay. I mean, that's what I'm saying to you. Because, it, 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 look, you're straight, right? I'm straight. We're both two straight dudes, right? 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 Yeah. Did, I mean, is there beyond choosing to either sleep with somebody or not sleeping with somebody, did you make a conscious choice at some point in your life to be straight? I never
5: even thought about it that way. I just know right. I never had any homosexual. It's, no, but, but why?
3: It's no different for somebody who is homosexual. That's what I'm saying. It really is no different. The trans thing is a whole nother situation, in my opinion. Because people can choose that, and they're straight, they're gay, they're whatever. It's, it's just, it's not the same thing. It is about choice, which is why uh, uh, a lot of the definitions as far as what should be anti-discrimination and what shouldn't be fall short for me. Because, again, to be straight or to be gay is not a choice. It really, really isn't. And well, all discrimination laws are based religion. on the idea that you can't, that you are what you are, and you can't, that you're not making a choice.
5: Yeah, but that's where the slippery slope comes. If it's not a choice, and I get, I do get what you're saying that 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 desire inside of you is, you feel it's so deep that it's innate and it's not genetic. Although oh, I, it is. I do understand your point, But right. if, But we're legislating on it, so we're saying because you feel born to perform a particular sex act, sex act, we're now going to create laws and legislate because of how you're saying you were born to do nothing other than that, and that's a crazy slippery slope.
3: Well, Again, I I just I'm, I'm up against the hand clock hand here. here. Let me let me let me let me take a break, and I'll come back and I'll pick, keep listening. I'll pick up right from there, because I agree with you when it comes to a lot of the gender as construct stuff that we're dealing with right now. I don't agree with you when it comes to being either gay or straight. But I, let me expand on that when I get back. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSa.
2: San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're
3: back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Sorry, I went a little long there. We're having a discussion about what's gay and what's straight. Gay and straight. This show is so gay today. Well, and the dude, is uh, he's making a point that I've heard before uh, very quickly here before we have, have to take a break for the news. Uh, that anti-discrimination, the concept of not being discriminated against is based in the idea that you can't do anything about some part of who you are. So uh, his point was, I'm black. Uh, If I leave my house, I can't choose to not be black. I'm always black, just like I'm always a honky, just like I'm always a cracker. Uh, And the distinction he was making is that, well, you can be gay, but if you don't act on it, you, you're, you're making a choice whether or not you engage in gay behavior or not, you know, sexual activity. Therefore, you are making a choice. Therefore, uh, it's, it's a totally different situation. And I disagree.
4: If you choose celibacy, then you're nay.
3: If you choose celibacy, you're nay. <laughs> yes. And my point was, and this is something that I, I this is what I believe, uh, absolutely, uh, because of the experiences of my life and the people I have known, that, you know, I'm straight. I didn't make a decision to be straight. And if I never had sex with another human, or a human being in my entire life and chose to be celibate, I would still be straight. If a gay person decided not to be sexual, sexually active ever in their life or celibate for their entire existences, they would still be gay. And not to mention choice in and of itself doesn't mean you shouldn't be protected uh, from discrimination. We also have uh, anti-religious discrimination laws, and religion is almost always a choice, yes? You're choosing a certain faith, and you're not to be discriminated against because of it, and that's constitutional. My problem with the whole trans movement right now is that uh, it, it's, it's, it's been weaponized politically, and it's not even a real com- community in that sense. Uh, more coming up at Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA.
1: We will sustain what we're doing, not just next month, the following month, but for the remainder of this entire year. That's what will stop him. You
6: believe the action today will have an impact on making Russia change course in Ukraine?
1: That's not what I said. You, you're you playing a game with me. Sean Ryma, 9 till 11, News Talk
3: 550 KTSA and FM 107.1. Oh, boy, yeah, that's your president right there. Clear as the bell. News talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. The sanctions won't deter him. They won't stop him. But they're necessary. <laughs> okay, whatever, man. Whatever. 210 599 5555. 210 599 you know, I want to pick up on the trans thing just for a little bit because I, I need to make a distinction here. Because it, it's it's news. We got laws uh, that we're trying to uh, get enforced here in Texas and in Florida that would prevent teachers and educators from talking to six and seven year olds about this stuff. We we have this uh, this Virginia Tech swimmer who's very obviously a dude. Uh, uh, you know he's the latest face of uh of of men competing against women in women's sports because they claim to be women and i was talking last hour about how straight and gay are not decisions that's how you're hardwired what i the distinction and i ran out of time before i could make this distinction this is absolutely what i believe again so if you think i'm wrong or you think i'm crazy or i'm I'm phobic or I'm a hater. Well, then call me up and tell me. 210-599-5555. Trans is not so much a community as a culture. It's a culture. It's a thing people do. It's a it's a way that people live. And, yes, it is choice. Uh, no, Nobody gave a crap about the so-called trans culture or community until Caitlyn Jenner got boobs. Uh, I've been on the radio for 30 years, and nobody was talking about trans issues until Bruce Jenner went trans. It just wasn't a, it was not a topic of discussion. Uh, Bruce Jenner suddenly, uh, which is fine. I, I God bless him. You know, I mean, he seems happy. He he he's a celebrity. He he goes in that direction. That's the choice he makes for his own life. Again, I got no problem with it whatsoever. But because he did do that and then became a she named Caitlyn Jenner, well, then people started talking about it, and some people had very dark and negative opinions about that, and suddenly, oh, we have to start fighting for the trans community. And so the progressives, the leftists, who don't tend to think things through too deeply, jumped on it, and said, well, look, we got gay marriage, so we can't do nothing for the gay guys anymore. Let's go with the trans community. We can fight for them. Let's fight for equity and equality for them. Let's fight against discrimination against them. Like all that meanie head stuff people are saying about Bruce Jenner. And so they leapt into it politically and started fighting for trans rights. And, and I've said this before. This is what happened. Once they started fighting for trans rights, they found themselves in a position where some trans men decided to compete against women in female sports. Uh so what position does that put your 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 leftist or liberal feminist in? You suddenly have to defend the rights of a man against a woman. Because you're pro trans. And you're arguing that they can't help, they can't help that decision. So if a man says he's a woman, well you have to let him be a woman and compete against women, biological women in 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 female sports. The reason they went in that direction Because, again, their feminist credentials and their feminist policies and agenda completely come unraveled if that dude isn't actually a woman. Because if that dude is a dude who chooses to live as a woman, again, you are arguing the rights of men over women. Which, as a feminist, doesn't make any freaking sense. How do you fix this problem? Well, you know what? If he says he's a woman... He's an actual woman. You have to see a real... It's he, He's as chicked up as any chick is. He's an actual female. If a woman decides to be a man, she is actually a man. And that is absurd. And again, I'm not saying that because I hate trans people. It has nothing to do with that. It's just biological nonsense. It simply is. And again... That community or culture is being used by the left in this country, again, for political reasons. The problem is they've stumblewalked themselves into this position where they have to argue this gender crap that somehow your biological gender is a social construct, which is absurd, man. It doesn't make any freaking sense. It is now a hate crime if you look at a man living as a woman and say he's still a man. It is now considered a hate crime. I just committed a hate crime by saying that on the radio, according to some people. It was the party of science. Uh, So, essentially, the only way for me not to be engaged in a hate crime is to accept a freaking lie. A non-truth. And, again... This has absolutely nothing to do with how I feel about transgendered people. I think it's great. Live the way you want to live. Again, the dude's, dude who's been cutting my hair for eight years is trans. He's a great guy. I couldn't care less that that's how he lives. It's wonderful. Live, life is too short not to live the way you want to live, unless you're a freaking serial killer or you like having sex with goats. Beyond that, live the way you want to live. Be happy. But this idea, and especially from the the more um, extreme members of that culture, okay, if if your reality and identity depends on what pronoun I use, whether I know you or not, is also ridiculous. Even Eddie Izzard, who is one of the most famous transgendered people on planet Earth. I saw him at the Majestic Theater a few years ago. He's one of my favorite comedians. He's like, what is it with this pronoun stuff? You're killing us, man. Your self-worth is something that comes from inside you. How I refer to you has nothing to do with it. Because you know what? How you refer to me has nothing to do with how I see myself. We've got to get over this Nonsense uh two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five you know i uh ugh. and see that's where the left in this country and I, I you know i i know i know there are two different thoughts or ideas that you know a lot of this stuff and especially when you want to start working with kids in elementary school uh you know and and we had another mom in in georgia at a school board meeting who was reading from a book that was in the library of some school, and it was horrible, and they shut her mic off because it was inappropriate. And she's like, yeah, but this is for kids. This is what you guys want to read kids. Uh, do I think there is a an idea out there or a plot, if you will, to – in a sense, indoctrinate people as young as possible into a certain agenda? Well, yeah, because when you can't argue your agenda logically and reasonably to a fully grown adult, that's the way you got to go. But the trans thing, I think, is the left just being a bunch of stooges and getting themselves into a position where they have to argue something that doesn't make any sense, because it doesn't. And it's not improving anybody's freaking life, moreover. The president is speaking in Poland right now. Do we have that, Chris? Let's see if we can bring him up and see what he's prattling on about. Uh, uh, Commander-in-chief,
1: in I mean it from the bottom of my heart. As I said, it's not new to me. I, uh, my son spent a year in Iraq. He spent six months in Kosovo. Won the Bronze Star, the conspicuous Service Medal, and other awards proudest ever did was put that uniform on. Like many of you, he didn't have to go either. He was the attorney general of the state of Delaware and the Delaware National Guard. And what happened was, when his unit was going to be sent overseas, he had to go to Washington to get an equivalent of a dispensation, because you either had to be federal property or state property. He was the attorney general of the state. He had to give up the office in order to be able to go with his troops. The point is, but there were hundreds and thousands of people like my son, like all of you. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And it's not only what you're doing to help the Ukrainian people. It's not only what you're doing to help Europe begin to gain, regain its confidence. The reason why when the general, when the Secretary of State asked me if I'd send another 12,000 troops along to the United States, I said, yeah, from the United States. We got 100,000 American forces here in Europe. We haven't had that in a long, long time because we are the organizing principle for the rest of the world. And I said, we sent the best, the best available of America. And that's all of you, women and men. So I'm here. I came for one simple, basic reason, not a joke. Say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for who you are. And thank you for your, what you're doing. And uh, as a uh, as my grandfather would say every time I walked out of his house, he yelled, Joey, and Scranton said, keep the faith. My, grand- my grandmother would yell, all kidding aside, this is serious. She would yelled, no, spread it. You're spreading the faith. Thank you, thank you, thank you. May God bless you all and keep you safe. May God protect our troops. Thank you, thank you.
3: Uh- Yeah, okay, Uh, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'll have some comments on what we just heard there uh, when we get back. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm your old weird Uncle Sean. We're going to talk to Rain here and Mike in a second just heard from the president in poland he's talking to the troops our american troops there and man he does he's slowing down man he, he was he was speaking at barely a whisper and at the end there when he started riffing on his grandfather and his grandmother i i couldn't even tell what the hell he was saying I mean, i'm just being honest with you i'm not being a jerk uh, the other thing we're dealing with, right, I mean, you pro- you certainly heard that, and if you were watching it, you certainly saw it. There's some kind of decline going on there. The other thing that we're dealing with is uh, his statements now that the sanctions were never meant to deter Russia. He got kind of uh, angry when he was questioned about that in Brussels, and uh, unfortunately uh, that's not what, his, what he was saying uh, about about a week and a half ago. It's not what... Jen Psaki was saying uh, this, is gonna, this is meant to deter. Uh, Anthony Blinken, your most exciting Secretary of State, was saying it's a, about deterrence. Suddenly the President is going against his own people and saying it's not meant to deter. I'm not sure what they are meant to do then if not deter. Uh, also, when it comes to food shortages, he's now saying any food shortage that we experience is because of the Russia thing. And the sanctions that we have to lay on Russia uh, are going to affect our food supplies. Again, people around him are saying the opposite. Jen Saki says that's unlikely to affect Americans. So what is it? Somebody's not having meetings. Somebody's not communicating. Let's go to Rain. Rain, you're on Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking?
0: Hey, Uncle Sean. I'm so glad you're back. How are you feeling? Oh. I'm I'm feeling
3: much better. I got one more procedure to get through, and then hopefully this is all done. So, I, I so appreciate you uh, asking me that. Yeah, thank you. Uh,
0: what I wanted to talk about today is just briefly about the veteran yesterday because I, I felt his frustrations. Um, however, I did not enlist to defend what is going on today. You know, that's my my feelings. You know, six words into the military enlistment oath, not including the name. I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And I stress the word and domestic. Right. Our duty of that <laughs> oath never stops, even as we move into the status of a veteran. People, but mainly politicians, use the Constitution to their advantage until it's not convenient. And then they turn around and undermine the Constitution, twisting it, eroding it, tearing our fabric of our country to fit whatever need that they may have. Um, this is not limited to the left. And I want to stress that for him. It, you know, it's it's not limited to the left because it does happen on the right too. As I think about right. the Patriots Act and the ability to attack another country without congressional determination, um, I often think about that movie quote, and you'll know what it is. I want you to be nice until it's time to not be nice.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Okay, you got it.
3: Uh, I so, agree. Well, yeah, and I and I, I say this all the time, and I, you know, I'm not, I don't feel I'm being hyperbolic. I I feel one of the biggest threats domestically that we face right now is our own freaking government.
4: The,
0: the you know, center, uh, center of right have historically played by the rules, have been nice, courteous, just wanting right. to be left alone. Um, and we've been run over. And it's not discourteous yeah. to call a spade a spade or to call out the facts that they are. And bless you and Trey, Jack, Lars, David Van and Robbins, Dana, for being here for our community and shedding the light on what's currently in power um, to stay hidden, what those currently in power want to stay hidden. Without sounding dramatic, you know, we really need to step up and and, and speak our minds because the very existence yeah. of our nation as we know it, the beacon of freedom to the world, is being destroyed and torn down and changed in ways that I feel that are antithesis to our forefathers' envision and the way our Constitution's outlined. Right. And it's I agree. And uh, I,
3: I'm going to repeat. Well, I'm going to repeat something that a friend of mine who who I can't say who it is, but works for the State Department, and she had said this uh, actually during the Arab Spring several years ago. And I think it applies now. What you see going on is what the world looks like without America. Exactly. Uh, and, and, and our government is, uh, is a part of that, unfortunately. Rain, I appreciate thank the call. You. As usual, thank you so much. Uh, I, look, you know where I, I stand on this. I still think the last election was a cheat. Uh, I, I, I don't know who is actually running the government right now, but it certainly ain't that guy standing there in Poland. And uh, we we have a border crisis that is just insane that's still going on. Nobody talks about it anymore. Uh, I think, uh, it, I, I mean, Trey talks about the Great Reset and, and a lot of that stuff. And I, I, I do believe that that's out there as a mindset and even as an active idea. Certainly Obama was big on that. But when I look at the current administration, I think a lot of it more is just that they're freaking inept i I just think they're they're in whoever is about this stuff are in way over their heads, and the agenda itself is is nonsensical half the time with uh this this uh, you know obsession with climate change and uh as the as our number one domestic threat, which is again ridiculous. but you know they want you out of your cars they 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 want to rebuild the whole country they want to tear it down and rebuild it in some other fashion but uh I, I think a lot of the people who are the ideologues of this movement in our own government like like freaking AOC and 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 her ilk are people who have looked at uh uh models of society uh in their poli sci courses uh and 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 they think Uh, while they ignore the reality of history, they think this this stuff will somehow magically work here, and yet every uh, actual, real country that went socialist or went communist were ultimately destroyed by it, because it doesn't work. And the cool thing about being a communist or a socialist in America is you don't have to freaking live that way, do you? You can still hit the Walmart at 3 in the morning, get whatever the hell you want. You can still hit the Starbucks and get your... Chai latte without having to live in an actual communist state or an actual socialist state. It's a very trendy and cool opinion to have for some folks, and they think it'll work here. But you know, <laughs> good luck with that. But they are about it, and uh, you know, uh, we're we're getting closer and closer to being an actual s hole at some point. So, you know, what I, I I hate to say this, and I got young people here in the room here, uh, but I I'm, I'm actually glad that I'm an older guy while this stuff is going on. I, I really am, you know, I, I, and I, 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 Trey and I have said this before. I know he's repeated this. You know, we remember uh, kind of the last – we're the last generation that's going to remember America before Internet, before all this stuff, social media and and the politics of the day and the vitriol and the weirdness. We remember what America was prior to all of that. And we're the last generation that will. And, and I'm glad I'm an older guy because I have no idea. And I'm not, cons- I'm not a conspiracy guy. And I'm not saying uh, that I, I don't, I'm not really into the whole end times theology thing. And I'm not really into the whole idea that that's what's going on right now. I know a lot of folks listening are. I just think we are going through a change and a shift of some kind and i don't know exactly what this country will look like in 1 year in 5 years in 20 years but i suspect it's going to look a lot different than what it looked like 5 years ago or 20 years ago or 50 years ago 210 and be careful and we say this all the time too be careful of the world you make because if you're young you're the one who has to live in it 2105995555 2105995555 and we're back. News Talk 550 k FM 1071. I'm Sean Hyde. Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210 599 Mike has been on hold uh, for a long, long time. Uh, Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? It's Friday, man. I'm doing damn skippy. I feel great.
4: My, I wanted to touch on a couple of points. Well, uh, Good luck to you on your last procedure. I know you'll come Thank back, you. and I, I, my prayers are out to you and your family. Thank you very
3: much. I appreciate it. And, that, and
4: I, I just want to say that uh, I think the transgender thing is a fetish, just like all the other fetishes, like dominatrix and all that other stuff. I think it is. That's just my opinion. I might have an ignorant I, opinion. I think it's fetish. probably
3: that for some people. I think it's cabaret for other people. I, you know, I mean, uh, I, I, I just don't place it in the same category as Straight or gay? I just I don't. You
4: know. No, I understand. The other point, the other two points I wanted to make. They were talking about the 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 crisis on the border earlier. You and and Trey. Right. Uh, I right. don't know if you saw downtown San Antonio Travis Park, but all those people that they sent up from uvalde because there was no room to put them. Guess where they yep. can? They're camping out at Travis Park yep. downtown. They're down yep. there. And, well, at least so they'll I, be able to see
3: the Christmas tree in December.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Ron will be there. Ron will be Ron there. Ron will be there. there. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I just wanted to touch the last point. I've got some intelligence uh, out there, and I understand that there, there's a, a, a threat against you, but it comes internally, at, but the only initials that I can get are the are, are the letters J.J., and they said something about Chris would know who that is. What? <laughs> a threat against <laughs> An me? An internal threat in front of your own home, you know, your demise. They want to oh, George,
3: <laughs> Oh, Oh, the cat. <laughs> see how you are. The most famous freaking cat. In all of it's San Antonio, it's and it's 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 his name it's is it's Jarvis.
4: It's <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was thinking about printing you up some T-shirts with his. Take a picture of him and just say, "My name is Jarvis," in a very, very, you know, pass them out to everybody. Like,
3: like my name, you remember uh, yeah. Cindy Poitier? My name is Mister. J- my name is Mister Jarvis. <laughs>
4: exactly. Well, good thank luck you, to you, partner. You take care of yourself. All right. Thank take you. Care. I appreciate Thanks. it,
3: brother. I will. I will. I'm doing my best here. I get my intestines rearranged next uh, next week. Next week is my final. Well, not my final procedure. I may have others in my lifetime, but this is the last procedure with this journey I've been on. They got to put my intestines back. So uh, that'll be. So I, I'm actually working for Trey on Monday. He's making it another long weekend, and then uh, I'll, I'll be off Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday uh, while the doctors fiddle with my intestines. And uh, with that in mind, I do want to say this because uh, uh, I, I was thinking last night, I ordered some crap on Amazon. This is my new addiction, right? I, I, don't, uh, I don't drink the spirits. No more alcohol, no more cigarettes. And uh, so my new addiction is ordering meaningless crap on Amazon. And I, I'm all done with the hat. I, I, for those of you who follow me on Facebook, you know that I've been buying a lot of hats. It's got into a hat kick. But, you know, I have been, you know, dealt with some pretty severe medical stuff over the past three months. And I wanted to say thank you to some, some of my colleagues and friends. So uh, uh, just so you guys know, Don Morgan, uh, Don's getting, actually Don's getting three things in the mail from me from Amazon because uh, Don is, Half my CD collection is because of Don Morgan, who has been sending me CDs and gifting me with CDs and things for, for almost 10 years now. And so, Don, you, you you get three things in the mail, okay? All right, cool. Well, it's primarily because I was on Painkillers and I kept coming up with new ideas. And so you get three things that are coming to you in the mail.
7: Well, you know, that happens, though, when you're it not does. feeling well. Because uh, you remember I told you when I had COVID, I was out of it for about two weeks. Right. And, uh, you know, it's... Due to a serious lack of oxygen oh, getting in my brain, you right. know, and, and and so the day I was finally able to go down to the post office and check my post office box, there was about fifteen albums that I had won on on, on eBay. <laughs> See, you understand <laughs> I, that? Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, what is all this? And I get home, I'm like, oh no, now that was I you. To, I have to explain <laughs> all this stuff now.
3: So you understand? And yeah. you had it bad. You were you were really laid up there. Yeah,
7: it was. So fun. you get.
3: You have three things coming in the mail. Chris Glasgow has – I have a present for him here at the house, but he has another present coming to him in the mail. Uh, Trey Ware is getting something in the mail, because you guys all kind of had my back while this was going on.
7: Uh, well, we weren't going to touch friendship. your front, that's for sure. Was, you weren't going to touch my it front. There was too much to going me. on there.
3: There is. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I want to send Jack Riccardi something, but he won't give me his address. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm cons- you know, I, I'm, I'm sure he's – worried about giving someone like me his address so i understand (laughs) it's all right i'll get it from elaine i gotta get something for elaine too so things are coming in the mail for you guys all right i'll be looking as a thank you from me my wife is giving me a bad look i'm not ordering any more stuff for me i'm done baby nope yesterday you know how you you probably have a mailbox like this where it's a community mailbox where you have like little drawer and you got the big uh, big uh, compartments at the bottom right? for the big packages that require the keys, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I knew I was in trouble because the last of my stuff that I've ordered came yesterday. And I'm with my daughter, and we go to the mailbox, and there were three keys in my mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, no. Seven boxes from Amazon arrived yeah. yesterday, and I,
7: I had to bring them right. in. See at the at the post office that I go to, when you get a package in the mail that's too big for your for your post office box, they put like this yellow slip of paper in there Uh-oh. to let right. you know. And so the day I finally went down to check, I had like eight or nine of these slips of paper See? paper in there. <laughs> I had all these yellow slips of paper. No actual mail, just all these yellow slips that's of paper it. from stuff that but I'd you- won on ebay. <laughs> if it's stuff that you want on eBay. Yeah. Right?
3: Well, it, you know, I mean, they make it so damn easy. I yeah. mean, they really uh, right. as far as buying crap, the, you know, you click two things on your phone and you've bought something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeff Bezos deserves all his freaking wealth. He he really does, man. He figured it out. They need 12-step programs for people like me who can't stop buying crap on Amazon. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sean, and I bought some crap on Amazon before I got here.
7: Well, the best part is when you buy a bunch of stuff on Amazon and it all shows up and you don't remember what any of it is. You know, It's like Christmas almost. Oh, what's
3: this? It is. Yeah. Dude, I couldn't remember what I, because these, these hats are all custom, z- uh, and get custom designs on them. Right. And I couldn't remember what I would put on each box that I opened. It was like Christmas morning. So there you go. Everybody gets a box in the mail. There you go. And, uh. We'll figure out a way to make the mortgage payment next month. You're the um, only
7: guy in San Antonio that I think has about thirty-five winter stocking caps, or as we like to call them back I, home, or we call them back home tukes. You've got like thirty-something tukes. tukes.
3: I do have a lot of tukes. And for, for my you wife know, had to get me a big basket to keep all my tukes in.
7: You know, and ninety-five percent of the year it's ninety-five degrees. I don't know what you're going to do with them, but
3: yeah. You know. But inside the house it's always 67, 68 degrees. <laughs> I'm freezing my ass off in here, so I need the tukes inside. See, I got, oh, I got to take a break. It's 210 uh, 599 We'll take a break. It's Sean Reim on News Talk 550 KTSA.
2: San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs>
3: news Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Hi. We're just screwing off for the rest of the show here, so just look busy. We had something happen yesterday that was kind of exciting here at House Rima. Oh, I'm sorry. My wife just gave me a look. House Arriaga. Well, I, I, you know, my daughter's here, and so I wanted to make a special dinner. And I, I, I only know how to make this one thing, and it's pasta. So I was making pasta. My daughter helped me chop up the vegetables. It's my famous pasta. I put it in a crock pot. It simmers all day. And I had been watching a lot of Food Network stuff, so I, I, I wanted to be special. I wanted to be fancy, and so I – Chris, like you, you get fancy with your food, too. I, I wanted to be fancy, so I had matching plates I set out, you know, matching pasta bowls. I had some shaved Parmesan for uh, my family unit to sprinkle upon the pasta when it uh, was finally finished to perfection in the crock pot.
2: Ooh,
3: hours and hours I slaved over a steaming crockpot. Hours, because I wanted the dinner to be just right, because it was a special day, and I'm obsessed with the Food Network. And so I get everything. I get everything set up. <laughs> I get. I get. The, I get it all laid out, right? My my daughter's at my wife. I get it all laid out. The dishes are ready. Everybody's. I'm ready to serve this 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 fine pasta that I struggled with all day long to make perfect. And suddenly we hear the dog barking. Right as uh, I'm ready to serve dinner, and the dog Bruce, the dog, is barking. Chris, and there's something going on outside. The family unit runs outside in the back into the backyard, and there, in the grass, is an injured baby possum. It was shaking. It was wet. It was cold. It was afraid. A little baby possum. And so, my daughter Alicia and my wife decided to put the little baby, or is that Tom, or Put the little baby possum in a cat carrier. Mm-hmm. And then they drove it to the wild, the, the wilderness people, whoever they, the people who. They had to drive it to a place where they take in animals. Right. So I guess what I'm saying is. While I appreciate their concern for the life of a small, trembling animal who, whose chances of survival were slim had it just been left out there in the grass. That little freaking possum ruined my dinner. It ruined my freaking dinner, man. I had it all laid out. Little freaking possum. It was all a little dirty rat. It was all laid out there. The, the, The possum was ready to go. It was perfect. That little, that little possum. Ruined my dinner, man. I wasted all that fancy. I'm just saying. I'm not being no a jerk. respect saying, at all. Well, you know, little possum had to choose that moment to be found in the backyard. Animals.
7: You know, it could have right. waited till after. <laughs> he could have waited in the cage until after dinner.
3: Well, you know, I not like he was going right. to be able to walk
7: off or anything. Put some water in there. Could have
3: left it in the freaking cat thing,
7: man. And come on,
3: so I put all the pasta and Tupperware containers in the fridge. I'm going to run down to McDonald's and get a cheeseburger. <laughs> Freaking possum.
7: <laughs>
3: Bruce, next time, eat his head. on. Oh, no, I'm just kidding.
7: Next time, we'll put him in the <laughs> pasta. Tell next time, Bruce. We'll, no. we'll put him in the pasta next time. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'll make some fricassee, man. Next time, I'll switch <laughs> it up and make a fricassee. You all want some marsh rabbit soup?
7: Right. A little possum pate for a side dish keeps that up. A little
3: possum pate, man. Yeah. I wouldn't watch a lot of Guy Fieri. Ooh, would, look at the char on that possum.
4: Wouldn't what? it just be mondo possum?
3: <laughs> mondo possum fricassee. couple of potatoes. Yeah, where I'm from, along Chesapeake, Chesapeake Bay, they eat possum. You go into a Seven Eleven and they got a deli case. You'll see some possum. Oh, no, they case.
7: do not.
3: They do, too. They call it Marsh Rabbit.
7: (laughs) You never had Marsh Rabbit? No.
3: That's possum. I'm just saying, next time... Look at my wife's giving me the oho evil
7: eye. Actually, I had rabbit the other day. See? It was chocolate, but still.
3: You can eat rabbit. You can eat possum.
7: I could eat the chocolate ones, but... You (laughs) can
3: eat the chocolate ones, but I'm just saying, next time, man. Next time a cute little creature disturbs my plans... Into the pot it goes. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm not gonna eat a freaking possum. I'm just kidding, man. Am I? So anyway that was I'm gonna throw
7: a blanket over it, club it over the head with a cup.
3: (laughs) With a cup (laughs) (laughs) Shove it in one of my (laughs) toques. It's suffocated.
7: suffocated. Yeah, put it in my hat. One of my tukes, put it, it in my hat, banging it up against the tree a few times. And it out
3: of it. I don't know. The says I don't know. He didn't make it. I tried to save him in my toque. So Little awesome. possum didn't make it. I guess we'll have to put it in the crock pot. <laughs> <laughs> With a can of Campbell's mushroom soup. It's fricassee. Oh, God. The fur will burn off. All right. Have a great weekend. Yeah, on that note. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine, Don, my good brother, Trey Ware, and possum lovers everywhere. Uh, spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you on Monday on the 580 KSA Morning News. Bye.